Hey everybody, welcome back to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. On today's episode, we'll be doing season three, episode 16, called It's Totally Happening, and this premiered on December 16th, 1992. Hey everybody, so for this episode, um, my friend David is joining us again. and I Back sp- again. Back again. And I specifically brought him back for this particular episode because this is a favorite of yours. Love it. <laughs> so I thought, no, who would be better to do this one than, than you to join me for this one? So thank you for coming back. So we just watched the episode. I don't... It's a totally happening life. <laughs> it's a totally happening. I don't love this one. I don't know why it's just... I feel like there are a bunch of episodes in the series that I like that you don't like. Yeah, that's true. For example, the one where they go back to the 60s in in next season. I hate that one. Yeah, I love that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So there's definitely probably some of my favorites. You'll probably be like, I hate that one. I think I just like or really like It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. And so that's why I like this episode. Right. Because this episode is basically a take on It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And it's Christmas time. It's December. So it makes sense. All right. So let's get into it. So starts out and we see two little angels, stars in the sky yes. named Clarence and Miriam. Mm-hmm. Miriam is getting her wings. So she needs something to tell the big guy up there to allow her to get her wings <clears throat> so she knows the gang is having this um they're doing they're going to get into basically a car accident we find out early on and she wants to save them because she thinks they're good people and this will get her wings so she's giving clarence kind of the rundown of who everybody is so Miriam is telling clarence kind of about the gang mentioning David and Donna, Brenda, Dylan, and Kelly. And she's kind of giving them a rundown saying, like, they're the best of friends, which is, like, all of a sudden they're best friends, the three of them. Um, We see Andre and Brandon. And then they point out Steve, who is not going on this bus with them because he has detention for life. So she's not really worried about him. So they're going to the Alvarado Elementary School to donate, like, toys and gifts for the kids because I guess it's a lower income school. Where do you think it is, that school? I mean, I'm sure we could look it up. Probably, I don't know, like downtown LA or something. I just wonder like why they... It can't be that far. Yeah, it can't be that far. But I've noticed also like when Brandon in previous episodes, and I've mentioned this, when he was dating like that girl who was like the... She was in, like, witness protection. She was the... Nan- Carla? Carla. Yeah, by the way, where's Carla, the housekeeper? Oh, Carla's the housekeeper. No, Anna's the housekeeper. Anna. Anna's the housekeeper. Carla was pretending to be her aunt, her niece. Yeah. We haven't seen Anna since that episode, I don't think. She also only spoke Spanish when she showed up. In the first episode. English. Yeah. Perfect English yes. in one episode. But yeah. also... Um, so Brandon would, like, drive <clears throat> before school to bring Carla breakfast and all that. It's like, she lives, like, far away. Right. Like, you're not driving in the morning before school 30 minutes. It's, like, very unrealistic in a lot of TV shows. Like, they'll show up 
places that take hours to get to. Oh, do you know what my favorite is? The Office. The show takes place in Scranton, Pennsylvania. In the middle of the day, Michael and Dwight will be like, we should go see David Wallace at his house. So, but David Wallace works out of the New York City branch. So they're driving from Scranton to the suburbs of New York City, like New Jersey or like Long Island. He must live around there. Also, Jan would be like, do you think you can come in today, later this afternoon? Sure. Scranton is not like, it's a couple hours. It's not like around the block. And they like on a whim will just drive to New York and back. Same situation. Just bothers me. But back to the episode. So they're going to the Alvarado school to donate toys and stuff. Um, Donna is in charge of this whole thing. She's asking Dylan to um, dress up as Santa. And this, I, I love the... Like, worst choice. Like, for Dylan find to be, someone else at the school, anybody else. There's nobody worse than Dylan to be Santa. I agree. Broody and moody and skinny. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could put padding pick. on him, but yeah, he is, he's not a good pick. <clears throat> so, I mean, I think Steve would have been a better pick. Steve was born to play Santa. Yes, because it's just, you know, perfect. You just put some stuffing on him. But Steve is like that. But Steve can't go because he has detention for life. So then we see kind of, we see... Also, Brandon's excuse, like, I can't do I'm covering it for the blaze. Like, you can't do two things at once? You're going to be there. Right. I know. Bad excuse. <laughs> so... Um, we see kind of a little, so Clarence is on, uh, not really sure why Miriam cares about these mm-hmm. kids. She thinks, you know, he thinks they're all fine. She's like, no, but like they're, look at them now. So she fast forwards like a few days and we see them on the bus and they just look miserable. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, this is where they got there. So it's kind of like a back and forth episode. Yeah. So we go back a few days and we see Andrea gets a call from her grandmother at school. And she says that she got a letter from Yale. So she applied early admissions to Yale. And she's waiting to see, you know, if she got in or not. Her, she asked her grandma if it's a big or small envelope. Because there's always the myth, if you get a big envelope, you're in. If you get a small envelope, you're not in. Um, but her, her grandma tells her it's a small envelope. So she's kind of upset about it. But Brandon bets Mr. Myers that she got in. So he's like, let's go to the house to check in. She opens a letter. Wait. So he bets Gil Myers. Yes. So he has a diagnosed gambling problem or undiagnosed gambling well, problem. Well, the gambling problem is just starting. Because in the next few episodes, it starts Oh, is getting... that in the next? It's coming yeah, up? Yeah. Okay, this I'm, is... I'm not up to that yet. Yeah, okay. so this is the start. So it's... Okay, fine. Fair. So this is the start of it. But also, like, should you be betting a teacher that someone didn't get into a school? No. But they didn't bet money, which is fair. Yeah. I don't know... It's more of a friendly wager. Yes. Also, like, Grandma Rose calls Andrea's, like, the Blaze, like, landline. I know. It's weird. Like, I obviously, they don't have cell phones, but, like, middle of the school day, she's calling, like, the Blaze office. I guess it's like a special circumstance, not doing that a lot. But right. because it's like, okay, your Yale letter arrived, I'm going to call. Yeah. Now, it was a small envelope and she got in. Now, I believe... Th- so when I got into Buffalo, I had a large envelope with right on the front it says, you're in. And then it had like oh. packages, packets inside. So like I knew like when I saw the envelope, it was like, oh my God, I got into Buffalo. 
Mine was a large envelope too, but it wasn't. It didn't say on the on the envelope. On Almy outside, I had to open it to you, find out. But it had like packets, like yeah. kind of like you know for what George Washington University. Yes, for yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, you went to GW. Um, no, I mean you said your school, so I'm saying it. Um, yeah. No, I think it's what Brandon said. It was like a she. I didn't end up like early. She's getting some early. So thing. maybe it's something different. It's some like pre notice. Did you apply early or no? I don't think so. So mine wasn't either. So mine was just, I mean. It was just like a regular envelope that said like open to congratulations. I bet it's like she got an early or some like, well, she's finding out before Christmas. So that's. So it's early. Yeah. So we know she applied early mm. admissions to Yale. Whatever. It's a small envelope, but mm. she got in. So um, she also, she's excited. She's t- talked to Jay. So she's still dating Jay, apparently. That's a curveball. That she's still dating. You, well, Jay? you don't hear about him from like the summer till now. No, she, like they went to go see Batman Forever or Returns, whatever they saw. I think Batman Returns. And then, do they ever like they never mention him again? I feel like one more time, maybe you've she been meant, watching them all. I don't. Yeah, know. I feel like she had mentions one time. She's like, so Jay called from Northwestern to check in because she always mentions that he's at North in Northwestern. Why doesn't she just be like, so Jay called from Chicago, <laughs> like specifying? Yeah. That he's at Northwestern. But she does tell Brandon. It's so unrealistic. Like, he's this, like, super attractive college junior, sophomore, whatever he is. He's a sophomore, I think. And he's... Or junior, yeah. Going long distance from Chicago to to California. In a... With Andrea Zuckerman, like... Yeah. And plus they have their their whole, like, political differences. Because he's a young Republican and she's a young Democrat. (laughs) And a whole fight about it. Is she, like, a pronounced young democrat she said yes they had a whole thing. oh right in that summer episode yes so but so she she said that jay was probably or jay was secretly mm-hmm. hoping she wouldn't get into yale so she would go to northwestern with him so i guess northwestern was her second choice is that odd that's odd i think if yale is your first choice and you're you think you could get I into yale northwestern is a great school don't yeah. get me wrong but not like Princeton. You're not. Gonna... I mean, she's probably just going because he's there, <sighs> right? But applying. I mean, <laughs> she gets a letter from him also. But also, it's a good journalism school if that's what she's thinking that's she's true. doing. Norton. But like, we know that's not where she goes. But like, if right. that's what she's Northwestern, what her life is, is now. So, yeah. yeah. Um. So is isn't BU? She actually should go there. Isn't BU a big one too? Yeah, they're... Yeah. Radio and... Well, where... So, I don't know that... Well, yeah, it's like Ivy, so... Yeah, I don't know what they're... Whatever. But anyway, so she gets... Has this been the, the high wire part yet, or that hasn't happened yet? Where she's, like, we, dreaming of Yale? Ha- I think we have. That has happened. We have right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we knew she wanted Yale, and Gil Myers went there, and he didn't think that right, she... Right. You know, she's the type of person... They have such an odd relationship. Andrea and Gil Myers? Yes. Very odd. Um, so she also gets a letter from Jay and she opens it up and he breaks up with her. In a mailed letter. Yes. Isn't that odd? Very odd. Like, why doesn't he... So like four days ago he broke up with her but it hasn't like received... Yes. She hasn't received it's going the message across yet. the country. So like what happened if she called him? He wrote that this was a Friday and he mailed the letter on a Monday. What happened if she calls him on Tuesday? Yeah. He's like... Is he just ghosting Thinking her? Thinking they broke up, but she hasn't received the letter yet. So yeah. He, like, what? Like, if she calls him and he answers the phone, he's like, did you get my letter? And she's like, no. He's like, all right, cool. So what's going on? Like, he plays right. it dumb. Like, it's weird. So weird. 
<laughs> so then we're seeing the Walshes setting up their Christmas tree. Brandon's telling them all how he never liked Jay to begin with. And, you know, what we just said, basically bashing him for breaking up with her in a letter. Um, yeah. I mean, I understand you can't text someone, but you can call her. He should call her. But you're not seeing her. Like you yeah. I understand you can't do it in person because you're not also, seeing her. Also, is he coming home for Christmas? I know. Good point. Because it's this is... Doesn't he have a school break? It's right before Christmas. Yeah. Technically, like, he should be almost home soon because finals are probably... Yeah, he could do it when he gets home. Yeah. Whatever. He took the easy way out. <clears throat> so then we see um, Dylan and Kelly show up as they're helping, you know, set up the tree. Um, so it's, as I said, this is a back and forth episode. So we're back at school and, and Gil is shaving his beard. So that wasn't the, that was the bet. So Gil lost, has to shave his beard. <coughs> what would Brandon have had to do? Like if Brand if Gil won the bet, what do you think that? Oh, like Brand like Gil make up something for Brandon? Mm-hmm. Something dorky. Like it make him like write a paper about something he's uninterested like in. Like Shakespeare in front of people or something. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. It would be def- definitely a weird one. Do you think Gil's like a good? Do you like him as a teacher? And like, do you think he's like? I think he wants. He to... like bros it up with the kids. Yeah. And he's like supposed to be young, but <laughs> I he think... doesn't seem that young to me. Like, do you think he's his twenties? Like, I feel like he's like thirty. Too. I would say he's in his early 30s, is my but, guess. But, like, that's a little too old. Like, if he was, like, 22, I'd be like, eh. All right, he's only, like, five years older than them, but, like, he's older. We had some young t- teachers when we were in school. Yeah. Because, like, now, later on, if you're five years apart, it's like, whatever. Right. When you're, like, one year out of school and a high school senior, it's, like, weird. Especially when, like, teachers mm. get into relationships with students. Okay, well, that's worse, yeah. Didn't that happen with a girl in your sister's grade? Mm-hmm. She was dating a teacher, right? But she was like 18 and the teacher was like 22. So think about, or three, right? Or yeah. how old he was. So think about it now. It's like no, someone the, 30 and 35 dating. 100%. Like, it's so, it's you, like, yeah. you would never question it now. Although it does bother me that on TV shows they like make it into a thing. Like, um, it happened on the OC. Not a teacher, but remember the mom was sleeping with Marissa's boyfriend? Yeah. And he was like 16 or 17. It's like, it's like she should be in prison. Well, we... And then in, um, what's the show about the Archie comics? Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale starts out, I watched it for like three episodes, the first three. And it starts out with Archie having an affair with a teacher. And he's like 16 when it's... Dawson's like, Creek, didn't And in Casey? Dawson's Creek it happens. Well, and, well, in this show, it happens in college. Well, we, yes. Also, Wesley and I just did... It's a little bit more okay, but, like, yes. not great. Wesley and I just did the Horse Lady episode. And we looked, looked it up. So Dylan has, like, a romance with this woman that he meets off the road somewhere. Yes, I recall. You and Wesley love that episode, and I think it's one of the worst episodes. No, we show. love it to hate it. Because when he watched it with me, I mean, we mentioned it when we, we did the, the podcast, that we were just like, what is happening right now? Because it's so ridiculous. But he hooks up with her, and we looked it up, and at the time, she was 38, the actress. 
And he... Like, they get away with it because the actors look older and they're not the ages of the characters. But, like, she's 38. And I said, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt and we're going to say she's 30, playing a 30-year-old. He's 17. Uh, Luke was playing an 18-year-old because he recently turned 18. But Luke was 26 at the time. So it's like he's 12 years younger than her in real life. But also I'm like, she questions how old he is. Yeah. And it's like she doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. There's creative license, yeah. Yeah. Because even when Kelly's dating Jake, it's like she's dating someone too old for her. It's inappropriate. And it's weird. It just like happens in a lot of shows. It's just like too And it's like in real life it doesn't happen this much. Mm happen as much and then they're getting arrested for it <laughs> yes mary kay Letourneau. i mean that was r.i.p i wish she did that recently yeah. but they i mean they had... wait she did die right i think <laughs> yes she did. yeah yeah but they like i mean throughout it all like stayed together if you want to argue that's like actually like a success story of it but like there's right. plenty of others that that's are... why they were probably so famous yeah. also because like she would have got a jail on bail and then like be found in a car with him and she had two of his they had two kids together yeah but also he was really really young there's a new show coming out actually about a teacher student relationship with um i'll pass on that it's kate mara Mm. i don't know who the kid is i think it's the kid from oh she's the teacher she's the teacher and i I immediately thought she was a student no well that makes no sense no because she's like 38 um she's the teacher i think the kid is the actor from what's that movie it was like dear victor it was the movie where the kid jennifer garner's the mom i think timothy no oh love simon love simon you were close and dear victor because i think i think love victor is they made it a tv show on netflix oh it was on Netflix. Oh, it was a movie, though. But they made it, or Hulu, they made a TV show called oh. Love, Victor. Oh. But I think the kid from the movie is the kid that she has the relationship with. Who's He's probably like 28. <laughs> That's how they get away with it, because they're not Because the actors yeah. are playing older. They would never do that with, like, Kirin Shripka from, like, Mad Men. And, like, when she was, like, 12 and, like, a teacher. It was like, <laughs> so weird. No. One movie, though, I know we're going off on a tangent now, but one movie, I think it was called, like, Notes on a Scandal or something like that, and it was with Dame Judy Dench and one of the Kates, not Winslet, not Beckinsale, but she's a really good actress. Don't know. Anyway. It'll come to me. She had an affair with a student. And it's very graphic. And the kid looked like a child. And I think I looked it up. And I think he was 17 when they filmed it. So. Not great. Yeah. All right. So Gil Myers has a questionably (laughs) inappropriate relationship with his students. Yes. He's making bets. He's flirting with Andrea. Yes. And this is also after the whole Sue Scanlon thing happened also. So it's, but he's just a, he's, he likes to be one of the kids. I think is what the thing is with Gil. Um, also, why is David filming Gil getting, shaving his, his beard? 
Like, David's there with... He's back with a video camera. You'll never need that. We haven't seen David with a video camera since, like, before Scott died. And now he's bringing the camera back. So it's kind of weird. Um, But anyway, so he also says he's going to... I guess they're all excited for Andrea for getting into school. And then he makes a comment that he's feeling kind of out of it. Because he's going to be stuck in school while they all graduate. So he's, I had said I thought he was taking summer classes. I guess he. He like mentioned it, but he hadn't officially decided. But at this point, like the semester's half the year's over. So. He's got to really pick it up. Really got to pick it up. Also, can someone do this? I think you probably could. Like if you decided junior year. I want to graduate early. The thing is, like, did he take his SATs? Did he, like, do all that? Like, He did take the SATs with them. Like, there's just a lot of things he has to do. We didn't know what his score was, though, but, I mean, it's relevant. I think, like, I think my understanding is David would be, like, a pretty average student. Yeah, he just has to, like, pick up, pick it up. Because he probably has to take, like, I don't know, another semester of a few more credits. Right. He's not going to get any AP classes, but... I don't think he'd make it into those. <laughs> no. Especially with the full schedule. But, um... Meanwhile, they love to talk about how they're in honors English, AP English. And it's just the two of Brand- them. No, Dylan's in it, too. Not yet. Oh, he's not joined it yet. She... Yeah. We, we, we haven't seen it yet, but he, he does get into it at some point. Because mm. he read all the books. <laughs> <laughs> also, why is Brenda not in there? she better math student? Brendan and Brandon are I don't know why that equally smart. But they make it out like he's smarter. But she did better on the SATs. No, they got the same score. But she took them again. Oh right. She took and them again. she improved, yeah, yeah. Improved. Yeah. So she ended up with the better score. I don't know what she's up to. Um so Anyways, we then see Nikki, we haven't seen for a couple episodes, and she and Brandon are making out on the bed, and Cindy walks in on them. Does he not have a lock on his door, you think? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a lock on my bedroom Neither. door. yeah. You didn't either? No. Um, but I knew how to jimmy it. I had this, like, so I had a dresser right by, like, my door, and I had this, um... It was a crayon, but like a big crayon that was like a piggy bank thing. And it was the perfect size to put like from the dresser to the door so you couldn't open it. Smart. So I figured it out. So I was able to lock my door at that point. But they're, yeah, they're making out. And um, when Cindy walks in, Nikki gets embarrassed. She goes into the bathroom. And then Brandon's like, sorry about that. And then they start talking. And we find out, basically, things went really well with her over the break with her family, and she's moving back to San Francisco. So, she is... They're done. It's probably easier for her also going back, because she's going to be... Since she's only a sophomore, she's starting back, like, second semester, sophomore year, and then she's got two more... You know, it's not like she's moving... And she was already there, so she probably knows everybody. No issue. Yeah, that's an easy move. But they're done. Then 
Brenda comes into Brandon's room. She's telling him that she's mad about uh, Dylan and Kelly. <laughs> like, I guess, I don't know why she thinks that they're doing stuff behind her back at this point. Oh, they were. She got home. Yes, we um, haven't seen it yet. So it's the, yeah. the yes. Um, <clears throat> and then he also tells her that he and Nikki broke up. So with the Dylan and Kelly Brenda thing. So we see them both at the peach pit with the three of them at the peach pit. And this was something interesting. So they make a thing with him. And they say, we both love you, and we both find you extremely sexy, and, you know, but we should admit our feelings, but let's only be friends nobody, so nobody gets hurt. Now, to Brenda's knowledge at this point, Dylan and Kelly went on one date. It was when she ran into him um, when she was out with Rick. So to Brenda, she's not questioning the fact that Kelly might be in love with Dylan. She doesn't think that's weird. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I find that odd. Like, I, if I'm Brenda, I'd be annoyed at Kelly at this well, point. She, yes. yes. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, she they're trying to make it, like, <clears throat> all amicable. But I was like, wait, like, you love him? But you you guys just went on one date. And also, like... Going back to the summer, which she doesn't know yet, they had, like, they kissed three times. That's all it really was. So why are we, you know, it, I just, I think it's odd. But they all decide, let's only be friends. And I think that's what they should really end up doing. I don't think it's good for anyone if Dylan picks anyone and dates either of them I think they should all just kind of move on and if and also it's like they're all going away to college next year so mm, well in theory they're technically all going away to college um their college experience is not realistic but we'll we'll get to that when we get there so um then we see that they were I just think that in that scene this is my one comment on this mm-hmm. triangle, is that Brenda and Dylan have the most obvious sexual tension or like phys- physical and Emotion. chemistry. Yeah. Like emotional chemistry. Yeah. I you don't see you know my feelings on Kelly, but like I don't buy their relationship at all and I don't see the chemistry. Yeah. I see it with them and they make it, like, with the dialogue, they just make it be so yeah. well, I've prevalent. S- I've said on the podcast, I feel the Kelly-Dylan relationship has been very forced. Yeah. I think that I, I think that they're making stuff that's not necessarily accurate with them. But mm-hmm. that's my feeling on it. So the arrangement is working out well at first, supposedly. Um... Then we see them back at the Walsh house. They're in Brenda's room. There's three of them are studying. And Kelly says she's going to go downstairs to get them drinks. We see Jim, Cindy, and Brandon are watching Wonderful Life. So they bring that into it because this is basically what the episode's about. And it's funny that the two angels kind of make a comment that they've never heard of it. And Kelly makes a flub saying she loves Jimmy. uh, She loves Cary Grant. And they're like, that's great, it's Jimmy Stewart. So she doesn't know her old movie stars. Um, 
And then we're upstairs and we see Brenda kisses Dylan. And he's like, what was that for? And she's like, I just wanted to kiss you. And then they kind of start making out, but then they stop him. And they're like, no, we shouldn't. We're just friends. So the arrangement isn't working out so well after all. So at the peach pit, um, Brenda and Dylan are talking about just being friends. David finds out that his mom is moving to Portland. And they want Dylan to dress up as Santa again. This was interesting. So Brenda says to Kelly, work on him. Because like work on him, you know, being Santa. And she's like, oh, I plan on it. Like acting like this like temptress. (laughs) But also, so then we see the next scene that Kelly and Dylan are at his house and he's like making a fire. But like two seconds before that, David, Donna and Kelly left the peach pit. And David, no, Donna and Brenda. Donna left. and Brenda left the peach pit, and David said he and Kelly are going home together. So did she just drop David off and then go to Dylan's? Seems that way. Yeah. So she is now trying to. This is just so funny, also, because their their entire like relationship, like they're sneaking around over the summer. Kelly was like the more logical one, like I don't want to hurt Brenda, I want to be. But here she's like full fledged, like trying to seduce him to make him dress up as Santa. Like it's very bizarre. But then, all of a sudden, they just start like really going at it, and Brenda shows up with the Santa costume because she wanted him to try it on. And they're all kind of fighting about it. She's like... I just want to say one thing to pay attention to in this series is that... So you know how Brenda catches them because she like looks through the glass front door and she's like, oh, they're making out on the couch. Yes. In some episodes, that glass front door is like... Frosted. Frosted. And you can't see into it when it's convenient for the story to not be able to see it's inside. It's not frosted. And then sometimes it's clear when they want someone to like see into it. So I would appreciate if they kept the door the same so that like because continuity don't change and continuity yeah Yeah. all right but this is the first time you like something happens with dylan's front door okay but many a time in the future all right there will be a front door scene where it's like something happens where someone can see or not see something okay so i will i'm just saying i will pay attention it's a weird uh what do you call it like Nugget? Error? Yeah. I don't know. Continuity error. Yeah. All right. So I will definitely pay attention to that. So then, yeah, so the, they're basically all arguing with each other now because Dylan and Brenda already kissed, Kelly and Dylan kissed, and it's just their little arrangement doesn't seem to be working. They think he wants to have a uh, menage a trois, which they keep talking about, which is funny. I'm like, just say threesome. No one says menage a trois. They probably weren't allowed. Is that worse? It means the same I don't know thing. How it's in French. I know, but like, no, everybody knows what a menage a trois is. So, whatever. But, um, and he's just playing it off, and it's just, it's not working. So, then at school, Brenda is annoyed with Kelly. Uh, so, and Kelly and Dylan. So, she goes to Donna, who's running this whole. Uh, charity thing at the Alvarado school she tells her that she's not going because she doesn't want to see them then Dylan says to Donna he's not going basically it turns out every single person doesn't want to go 
even David because he's feeling like left out. And <clears throat> Andrea, we don't know why yet. Andrea and Brandon don't want to go. But what I love about it is that because Don is pissed at everyone for backing out, she goes to Mrs. Teasley and Mrs. Teasley reams into all of them and she's making them all go. So then we all see them on the bus and we're missing what happened with Brandon and Andre and while they're annoyed at each other. So we go back to their scene and he's feeling bummed, I guess, after Nikki broke up with him. So he wants to hang out with Andrea because she had originally invited him for to go to the movies. But it turns out she has to babysit. So she's like, why don't you come keep me company? Can one do that? Definitely. If, you, if you're babysitting for someone, you can be like, can my boyfriend come? Yeah. I don't think that... I've, I've done that before. I've gone to like someone's house when they were babysitting. Really? Yeah, more than multiple times. I've... Never invited. I'm like not threatening though. Like if it was, if I was like, I a, know, but I'm just like saying, a, the only like I've never. If I was a, I don't know, drug guy, like a drug dealer. I don't think I would be there. No, but I just I've never. I don't think I've ever invited anyone. Did you babysit? Yeah, a lot. Hmm. Oh. I did it in like ninth grade, really mostly in tenth grade. Never invited anyone. We had we had a babysitter, but she was like a regular babysitter, and we've had her literally from like when I was a kid, like Wesley, like be like till like you know it was like she babysat for me as a kid, and then like Heather and like once how old was she? She was in she's it's funny her sister. I think her sister started with me, and then it was like. She was probably in, like, seventh grade when she started with me or something. And then she was still babysitting when Wesley was needed a babysitter? She was probably in high school then. or co- I mean, she would come every so often. She stayed local, I think. She mm. lived right in Limbrook. Um, but she, because we knew her so well, her boyfriend sometimes would come over. Yeah, see? So, okay. But I remember, though, like... But not the first time, I just feel like... You don't know how often she's babysitting Maxine. Right, we don't know. She could be a regular babysitter. Maxine, I think, right? I think that's what she said the name was. Um, Also, like, of course Andrea's babysitting. She's like a million things going on. The Blaze, the teen line, she's volunteering places, she's babysitting. (laughs) She's going to school board meetings. Yeah, she's a lot going on. She does have a lot going on. She's got to get that babysitting money, though, for, for Yale. So, <laughs> whatever. So, Brandon's there with her. It's a wonderful life is on. Yet Wait, again. I want to say something before that. Yeah. In, before they go to the babysitting, mm-hmm. they go to, they're at the peach pit. Mm-hmm. And when he's like, Nikki broke up with me. Yeah. Do you want to go to the movies? And she's like, I can't, I'm babysitting, whatever. And Brandon's like behind the counter and they're cooking and I was just taking note of the food. <laughs> It was just looked really good, like just burgers and French fries, whatever. But it just like On the grill? it's like definitely real food. Like, you know, in Saved by the Bell, when they would like order food, it was like clearly fake food. Yeah, but they were getting like a hot dog, like that was plastic that yes. would come out in that like little basket. And so, those people are probably like really cooking the food on these like flat top grills in the peach pit. Was my first point. Yes, just like it actually looked like a real operational diner food. Yeah. Second, I was thinking I wanted to pose this question to you. Yes. 
<clears throat> what's your favorite, like, TV show hangout place? Like, the Peach Pit, Central Perk, the Max. Like, there's a lot of options. Right. Because I was thinking, I mean, obviously we both love Beverly Hills 90210, but I'm thinking, like, the Peach Pit is, like, a place I would like. I, I love a diner. Yeah. I love a milkshake. Because we hung out at the Limbrook Diner a good amount. I wouldn't say hang out. Like, not the mo- amount of times that people are going to this place. I know, but, like, we we were friends with Tommy, the waiter. We were there, like, once a month. And, like, what's his name? Twice a month. We weren't there every day. Chocolate, are, uh, chocolate or vanilla? We talked to the... No. We weren't <laughs> a, with establishment guy. No, not like... like not like... Nah, not but, like... what like. But I... spoil anything, but, like, walks, like... Some people in the show yes. down the aisle, like, yes. that's not how close we are with. No, I know, Tommy. But, um, but I think... They're just, like, they're like a place that a TV show goes and hangs out every day. I would prefer... Bar, the... um, what's the place in How I Met Your Mother? The McLaren's? Or... Yeah. Yeah. I think I would go with the Peach, peach Fit because I would I like diner food. So I would like the option. It seems like good food. If I just it's wanted, like, cheese fries or, like... Yes. You know, like a tuna melt, like something like anything I definitely I've, have good tuna melt. Anything I wanted, I can get there. Yeah, and then when it becomes the peach pit after dark, it's like There's a nightclub, yeah. So I think that. Um, like Central Perk, I think, is a place I would never want to go. That would be the last because it's... I hate you, coffee. You don't drink coffee. And I don't... Like, what is... I don't know. I, don't I know. drink coffee, but I don't drink coffee. Like, I have a cup of coffee every morning. That's it. Like, once in a blue moon... At work, if I'm, like, exhausted, I'll have an afternoon, like, latte or something. I can't do it. Whereas, like, they are coffee drinkers doing coffee all the time. Also, it's just, like, also the, the food that they have there, it's just pastries and stuff. So, it's, like, you're just hanging out there, but it's, like, what if you want It's just convenient because it's, like, downstairs from their house. Apartment. But it's only, like, yeah, I guess it is. Um, McLaren's is, like, a bar... They, Seinfeld, they have the, 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 diner, the restaurant, shop, yeah. Tom's. Um, like that place was, would be good. Yeah. Like a typical like a diner type place I think is is good. Cheers. Well, that was, the, <laughs> the whole show is <laughs> at the... That in there. At the... What is that? Yeah, it's called Cheers, right? The bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually a... Uh, you can go visit it if you're in Boston. Mm. They do like a tour, I think. What other shows? Like the Max. I know that Say by the Bell is like a way lesser of a yeah. quality show. Like in terms of like production value. Right. Like that diner looks just like a disaster. But it's like, it's yeah. like a cardboard scene. And also, do you think the Max is like relatively close to like Bayside? Like the yeah, school? Yeah, like across the street. You think that? Well, they go there like at lunch and then they're like, they have to like walk there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Central Park would be last on my list. Because, like, we had, what did we have, like, the beanery for a little bit in town? But yeah, but that... We would just go there at nights, though, sometimes. It was get, more like, nights. But it was, like, like desserts. Dessert. Yeah. No um, place, I can't, I didn't go to, like, a place, like, every, in high school or college, like, always the same place. No. And, like, I feel like you could just go there, like, if you're, like... One of these kids, you're just gonna show up there alone, and someone will be, and there. someone will be there. They'll be like, "All right, you know what? I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna go get French fries, right. and like I'll run into Donna and David." And the odds are also Brandon working there. That he's like, working. One... Nat's like our friend. Yeah. In quotes. Yeah. 
Right. Like, they didn't need to call each other and be like, let's meet at the Peach Pit. It was right. like... Like, you wouldn't go to the Lindbergh Diner like, oh, and just be like, oh, someone no. expecting to see someone. Like, I might see someone from high school there, but no one from your group, necessarily. It's not like a hangout like that, though. I mean, I've seen people there, though. No, I know, but like, it, it's not like a... It wasn't like a... This is like an established hangout. Yeah. Too bad. Anyway. We, too bad. That was an aside. All right, yep. so they're watching It's a Wonderful Life and fighting about it. Yes, so, so yeah. Okay. So, um... Yeah, so they are watching It's a yeah, Wonderful Life, mm-hmm. and then they're kind of, rem- like, reminiscing about, like, I guess when he kissed her once, when she started dating Jay, and then all of a sudden they start kissing. And it was very odd. Like, Andrea all of a sudden just pulls back, and she gets, like, very angry, and she's like, you were thinking of Nikki. And he's like, well, you were thinking of Jay. And then they just blow up at each other and start arguing. So Also great chemistry, I would say. The two of them. They have good chemistry. I always really liked her chemistry with Steve, though. I loved her chemistry with Steve. It's just, like, not going to happen, those two. I know. But, like, this doesn't. I know, but, like, it should have. Right. So, Miriam the Angel, Angel in training, I guess, is very upset, very nervous, because she knows that this bus going to the Alvarado school is going to get into an accident. And she wants Clarence to help. And he's like, I already helped the situation, but he got the names messed up. So he, uh, he can't do anything about it. But the guy that they are supposedly getting to an accident with, it looks like he's driving like a garbage truck, but he's also got an open bottle of vodka, like just chugging vodka. It's so weird because first of all, two things. Okay. Sure, drunk driving. Like, terrible. Yeah. Accidents happen. Does it usually happen when the person's, like, driving and actively drinking it? Yeah. Or, like, they've been somewhere drinking right. and then they get in a car? You don't Like, have... you're not, like, driving with a bottle and you're like, you know what's a good idea? I'm going to drive home on my garbage route, but then start drinking? Like, what? Yeah. It's that whole because thing. Because also, he's literally got his hand on the wheel, like, whoa, with, like, an open bottle of vodka like, just, like, drinking. I guess they wanted to convey that he was drunk but like what would have probably happened is he was somewhere prior to that drunk they and then drove this yeah car. and they could have said that basically like oh he was drunk he's also like they're following this this guy's truck for like you know many blocks in the yeah. clips we've seen and he's like beyond swerving like a maniac like no he... one's stopping him yeah. no one's honking like nothing yeah is he's like a wreck yeah so, but anyway, so getting to it, um, at the Alvarado school, Steve, like, shows up. I guess he just wants, like, to be there. He wants, you know, Mrs. Teasley to let him yeah, join in on the fun. Um, and Gil is there already, also. But then when we see on the bus, everyone's arguing. Like, everyone's pissed at each other from, like, things that are going on. And Donna just, like, is, like, enough. You guys are ridiculous. Get over it. It's a great speech. She does. She gives him a great speech. Yeah. Also, the, you know, we were noticing this when we were watching it, so I'm bringing it up. The placement of the seating arrangements on the bus. So everyone is sitting alone, except for... Spaced out, because they're mad at each other. Yeah, spaced yeah. out. Except for sharing a seat is Mrs. Teasley and Donna, 
Which, fine, fine. I get it, because they were kind of running it, and Don is pissed at everyone for, like, wanting to flake out, and Mrs. Teasley got him there. Foreshadowing their friendship for when Mrs. Teasley goes to her bachelorette party. Yes. So, (laughs) (laughs) season 10. So, so then, so then, um, also, the most random duo is sitting together, David and Andrea. Why are they sitting together? It just, like, forget the fact that they don't speak and they're not friends. There's empty seats on the bus. Like, it's, would you, why would you just not sit in a seat by yourself? Wait, and everyone else, though, is on the bus. They're the West Beverly Choir. The Magicals? Yeah. Why, why do they sound like a professional choir? Well, they hired them for a choir. They hired a choir, obviously. But they're not West Beverly students? Well, they're supposed to be. Oh. You see them at the beginning of the episode singing yes. in the hallway. Yes. Yeah. So, so they're, they're not... Are they students? Or yeah, They're supposed sure. to be, but it's yeah. really a real... Yeah, it's like Andrea. <laughs> right, but she's the only one that could do that. Like, yeah. I feel like everyone else can't yeah. really sing like that. <laughs> no, they're like a... Co- they're There's probably some, like a holiday But thing. our high school choir was not like that. I don't recall if they walked around the hall singing Christmas songs. Yeah, I don't think so. We can ask Andrea, maybe. Yeah. Andrea, like, she'll she'll know. Yeah. So, but anyway, so as they're all making up, though, so, like, the, the, the triangle, they're all kind of talking to each other. Then Brandon goes to sit behind David and so Andrea funny. to talk about it. But they're talking about, like, he's like, well, I, I guess I was jealous of Jay. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I was jealous of Nikki and Brooke and, like, naming all the girls. And David just sitting there. It's so weird. And then he just, like, gets up so he can make up with Donna and then say he'll videotape the thing for her. But it was very awkward that he just sat there. Like, wouldn't you, if you're Branton, be like, hey, David, would you mind giving us a minute? I think he'd be like, okay. Like, he just sat there. Yeah, it was strange. But anyway, so we see this accident is about to happen. And then Steve and Gil see the bus. And then Steve notices the drunk driver and who starts going down a one way. And Steve was like, hey, you're going down a wrong way. One way street. Right. Hey. 600 feet away. Is he going to hear you? Right. Like run out on the street and like try to wave him down. You're like behind the fence and you're like, Hey. It always reminds me of my favorite movie of all time, Can't Buy Me Love. The very end of the movie, when Cindy Mancini sees her boyfriend, Bobby, show up. The music is blasting. It's that, you know, it's it just blasting. It's a huge party. And she sees him. And she's like, Bobby. And he hears her from, like, literally across. the. And it's like he didn't hear her. She literally whispered it. It's, it's, it just bothers me when they do stuff like that. But well, the drunk driver does not hear Steve, so... Yes, but he it, wouldn't have heard him any... But if Steve, like, went and tried to do something, but, like, saying just, like, hey, wrong way, not going to do anything. And then all of a sudden, we see the bus and the truck, which they're about to collide, but magic happens, and the cars just go through. And everyone on the bus feels it. They're like, whoa, what just happened? And a miracle happened. The guy upstairs listened to the prayers, I guess. It was a miracle. It was a miracle. So they're all fine. Get to the school. All is well. I want to bring it back 
to the drunk driver. He didn't deserve to get out of that. I understand wanting to save the kids, but like what's, I want to know what's happening with him. Did he crash five seconds later? If he's drinking while driving midday on a, in a truck, I don't think his life turns out great. I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) I agree, but I just want to know. I'm like, he didn't deserve to get out of that because he put their lives in danger with that. But anyways, they all show up. Um, Mrs. Teasley allows Steve to stay. And as we said earlier in the episode, Steve ends up getting to play Santa Claus. So he... Rightful choice all along. Yeah. And he's loving it. His mustache, you know, falls off. He's having a time of his life. Steve's good with kids, I think, actually, also. Well, he's like a big kid. Yeah, he is. Um... Yeah, they're handing out toys to everybody. David then tells Donna that he's going to start taking more classes so he can graduate with everyone like he had planned in the summer. So he's got a semester left to basically take a year's worth of school. I mean, unless he took a lot of classes, because I had a lot of electives my senior year, but maybe maybe it will give him a, you know, he took a... You squeeze it in. But also, like... With him, I also like questioned this with Wesley when we were talking about the the radio show. We didn't have that in high school. There was no DJ. He's also playing songs like in between like classes. In high school, you have like two minutes in between classes. No, he's playing in the morning. He's playing in between classes. Yes, it's throughout the day. He's in there playing music. Oh. I don't think it's just before school. It's like before school, after school. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if very large schools maybe has this. We didn't. Because we only had two, like two, maybe three minutes in between classes. In high, in college, I think it was like, you make up your own schedule. Yeah. Like if I had like a couple of classes in a row, it was like, usually maybe like a half hour I can grab lunch on campus and then go to another class. I mean, you make, you make your, yeah, you make your own schedule, but I just, I don't know if high schools with, like, larger campuses end up having, like, something like this. Like a radio show. Anyways, but the episode ends basically with Kelly and Brenda making cookies. And they give Dylan... The grossest looking cookies of all time. Go on. Sprinkles. Plain cookies that are so dry and cakey, probably. With With sprinkles and... A clumped on icing letter. It's, yeah. There's no way those cookies taste So they both gave him a K and a B. And they make up their mind that basically he needs to choose who he wants to be with. And their friendship arrangement's not going to work out. Why do they think this is a better alternative? Well, it's going to be better for one of them. It's They don't know which one. Yes, one of them... They can't go on like this, is what they're saying. I like, we can't just be friends. We want to date you. But I just... I don't know. I don't think anyone should... Da- I think this triangle should be squashed. And I don't think that Kelly or Brenda should be dating him. I think... Yeah, but... But they're both in love with him, apparently. So they can't help it. And, well, I don't want to spoil who he picks. But the one who he doesn't was like... I never thought he wouldn't choose me. So, like, 
The other, they're probably thinking they're not, they're not, they're going to be the one picked. But do you think the one that gets picked truly believed she really had a shot? No. Oh, now? Yes. But in the future, no. Because. I think they both think now where they're at right they're now. They're even. They're like, not I've, even. I've got, they no, can't be even. I've got it in the Brenda's past. not even. She's dated him for two years. Yes. But I think they both think and now they're point, the one getting picked. Kelly has never slept with him. Brenda had yeah. a pregnancy scare with him. Like Brenda's, Brenda's been through it with him. Whereas yeah. Kelly had a few moments here and there. Um, but they have history. That's, that's why they're trying to make it seem like they're on an even playing field. Because they went to kindergarten together. It doesn't work that way. But I would like to say that the comment, um, they, one of them says you have to decide by New Year's. Right, because they want to go out with they, he does not. He decides like in February because knowing the episodes that come up, first of all, no like new shows put out episodes of New Year's. Like it's like on hiatus. So this Christmas episode happens and then like definitely the episodes pick back up in January. And then there's like, I could at least think of two or three episodes where like he's thinking about it's it. In, it's in and then they go on that spa retreat. Mid- and then midlife now what? Dylan's having the thing about like what his future looks like with both of them. They go on the double and date. And then the with, dad gets that like yeah. the stuff. So then he doesn't decide for like four more episodes, which is like February. So I why do I say New Year's? Like there's you have to decide by New Year's. And it's like Any final thoughts on this one? No. This Jewish kid loves It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. It's a good movie. I watch it every Christmas also. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, and this episode. We know you love it. I love a holiday episode of a show, though. Yeah. I always like the... Not th- always so much the Thanksgiving ones of 90210, because like, they're always bringing a homeless person, and it's like something's yeah. up there. But the Christmas ones are good, usually. Donna's birthday. There's a memorable one where like they they play Secret Santa, which is fun. Yeah. Um. There is actually a New Year's episode that's good, with the parrot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we got some good ones coming up. There are some good ones. Yeah, I always liked Friends Thanksgiving episodes. Yeah, they did that. Those, those are, up like a big deal. That was their thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're now. Eagerly, we're we're moving to 1993. We're moving along swimmingly yep, here. Big year. All right. High graduation's coming soon. Yes, it is. I'm very excited for the college years, though. Love me some college. First few years of college are really good. I would say, yeah. One, two, and three are freshman, sophomore, junior year are amazing. Yeah. Senior year is good. Yeah. The other three are the best. Yeah. I couldn't rank them, but for another time. Yeah. All right. I'll have to bring you back for when we get to freshman year of college. Okay. We'll pick a good episode for you. Sounds great. All right. Thanks for joining. So now for the fun facts and tidbits uh, part of the episode. So unfortunately, this is the last episode that we see Nikki. Um, They decided to write her character off because they wanted Brandon to be single going into college. So they figured let's break him up a little bit earlier than graduation or anything like that because we're getting towards the end um, anyway. So 
Uh, that's that. And then for the music for this episode, so um, the song Time to Be Lovers by Michael McDonald and Shaka Khan was playing when Brandon and Nikki were making out in his bedroom. Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms was playing while Dylan Kelly and Brenda are at the Peach Pit. And then last but not least, Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys was playing at the Peach Pit uh, when Andrea and Brandon make plans to hang out. Thank you all for listening to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. On the next episode, we'll be going over season three, episode 17 called The Game is Chicken. Thanks for listening. Talk to you then. Bye.